Welcome to the Case by Case Basis podcast, where we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay or straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, and make a decision on how we feel about it on a case by case basis, because that's what we think everyone should do. Draymond Green was suspended for one game following a what they calling a stomp on DeMontis Sabonis, DeMontis Sabonis, uh, during game two of the Golden State Warriors Sacramento Kings series in round one of the Western Conference playoffs. Now, the league has given an explanation as to why they, why this is why this warranted the suspension. You know, they said, you know, past history. They said, you know, it was egregious. And they said, um, among other things, you know, it was basically the antics that happened uh, after the uh, the act itself. Now, Sabonis literally did grab Draymond Green's leg. And being that he grabbed his leg, this caused Draymond Green to try to get loose. And he did kind of step on him. And uh, they're saying that he has a uh, bruised sternum or something like that. Or, I'm sorry, a stern contusion is what they're calling it. And that probably uh, went into, factored into the suspension as well. Now, I don't know that for sure. You know, that's going to be something for uh, Joe Dumars to answer. He's the VP uh, in charge of basically discipline. I don't know what his exact title is with the NBA, but basically... Uh, it was supposedly his call. Adam Silver was sitting in the arena when it happened. But I think more, what had more to do with the suspension itself was the antics after he stepped on uh, Sabonis. You know, you can't step on someone like that and, you know, the guy is still on the ground. And yet you're running around the arena kind of amping up the crowd. And you're arguing with fans and things like that. Basically saying, yeah, I stepped on him and what? You know, so, I mean, even had he argued with the ref about the call itself or, or, you know, ejecting him or they were going while they were going to the table to review it and things like that. I don't think it would have had the same impact as him basically saying, so what? You know, so uh, this is going to, you know, put them in jeopardy of losing game three. I don't think they're going to lose game three. That's just a prediction of mine. They're going back to Golden State. They play extremely well in, uh, in San Francisco. So. We're going to see what happens with that. But I hear people saying that, you know, the league shouldn't, uh, they should take into consideration that this is the playoffs and not a regular season game. And, you know, and I agree with that. You know, you have to take into consideration, you know, when this suspension is happening. You're talking about a seven game series. You only have to lose four and you're going to take him a a very important cog uh, to that team, a very important piece to that team. And you're going to take him out. But. The league doesn't have to, uh, isn't, isn't the only one that has to think about that. Draymond has to think about that. Now, the stomp itself, you know, Sabonis was holding his leg. I'm like, yo, dude, what are you doing? And these, there are other things that, that have been happening throughout this series where they were kind, they were kind of baiting uh, Draymond. They knew that he would lose it sooner or later. But I don't think it warrants a suspension, maybe a fine or something like that. But, uh, but the fact that they suspended him, I understand. And the reason I understand is what I mentioned earlier. You can't go around the arena saying, so what? You know, like putting your, putting your hand to your ear, telling the fans, yeah, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Especially when Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, is right there. He is right there looking at all of this. So 
Oh, I say, hey, you know what? He got the suspension. I believe the Warriors will still win game three. And if and, if and when the, the Warriors win game three, then everything, it'll be water under the bridge after that. You know, Draymond will lose the games paid and, you know, whatever he whatever extra he was going to get for the playoffs. Uh, then, you know, game four, everyone is uh, is is all even and even again. But I just want to get my take on it. In my opinion, I don't think uh, I don't think he should have been suspended. I think that uh, when I first saw it, I said they will suspend him. <laughs> he is going to get suspended. I, and I wasn't really even thinking about his past uh, discretions. I was thinking about the fact that he was going around the arena taunting the fans and basically just saying, yeah, so what? Yeah, I did it and I'll do it again type thing. You know, he didn't say that, of course. But, you know, that's that's the attitude that he was given. That's the aura that he was given, giving, saying, hey. You know, he's on the ground. And, and Sabonis was still on the ground. You know, you had some people saying that he wasn't really that hurt. You know, the guys, you know, he's trying to amp it up. But, nah, he, I mean, that stomp looked, 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 looked pretty, you know, it looked pretty hard. You know, he, 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 he did step on him. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure he felt something got the wind knocked out of him or something. You know, he, he wasn't just going to get bounced right back up after that. So, I'm pretty sure he was feeling something. But... In my opinion, do I think he should have been suspended? Yes, I do understand the suspension. And I knew that the suspension was going to happen. Well, that's my take on it. Stay tuned for the next segment. I'm going to have Kiana, uh, my daughter, on the show again today. And we're going to discuss this and other topics uh, along with other things. Don't forget that my that the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Check us out. Stay tuned for the next segment. Thanks. Welcome back to the Case by Case Basis podcast. Of course, I have my weekly guest on today, Kiana. Hey, Kiana. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm waiting for my daughter to come visit me. I don't know what's going on. You don't come home no more. I'm going to start telling people you don't write. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Uh, I mean, I've been... Um, and I, I, I already did the intro on it. You know, uh, I talked about the Draymond Green suspension. And, you know, I just want to see how you felt about it. I, I didn't really agree with the suspension, but I knew it was coming. You know, past history. And I don't know whether you saw the game last night. I watched the whole game last night. And mm. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I'm sorry. It wasn't last night. It was the night before last. Mm. But, uh, actually, I didn't watch the whole game. I actually, and this was funny. I turned to the game, mm-hmm. and right when I turned to the game is when I saw the stomp. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to get suspended for that. <laughs> but then they start showing replays, and I was uh-huh. like, wait a Sabonis was grabbing his leg, so may- maybe he won't get suspended. But when he walked around that arena, I said, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it or not. What do you, um, you think about the suspension? Um, I think it was coming. I think it's just past experience. He just has – all of that past history of when he was flailing his legs and kick somebody in their groin, you know, and when he, I mean, the flailing of the legs is kind of his thing. So his legs going places they're not supposed to be are kind of his thing. So 
I'm not saying that it was warranted, you know, without pay and the Auto League is, is, is releasing an official statement through the NBA communications um, platform, but I don't know if it was warranted, but you know it's past history. Right, right, right. And like, he didn't, you know, he didn't just pick somebody some, in the groin. It was LeBron James. Exactly. <laughs> and he's, but he's done that with other players as well. It wasn't just LeBron. It was multiple players who were like, yeah, he just be throwing his legs and nobody says anything until like it's uh, two days after the game. And you're like, well, we're going to suspend him or we're going to. No, I don't want the fine now. I wanted to tech when it happened. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I wanted to foul when it happened. Like, oh, no, they kicked him out the game. They kicked him out. They gave oh, him yeah, a flavor. So I saw when he got kicked out. I yeah, saw when he got kicked out. Yeah, they gave him a flavor too. And you know what? Sabonis was not innocent. Sabonis was yeah. holding his leg and they had several incidents before that. Where people were, I mean, people were egging him on. And it seemed like they were baiting him, but and he just took the bait. Well, you know, it's only so much it's only so much somebody can take. And especially somebody like Draymond Green, because you know, eventually he's gonna uh he's gonna show out. Yeah, if he, if eventually. He pushing him, pushing him, pushing him, pushing him, pushing him. So I mean, I I just I saw it and I said, look, the league has to look at everything that happened. Now, I'm I'm not saying that you know Draymond was innocent, but Sabonis wasn't either. Sabonis should have been at least fine. I mean, he got a technical foul, but he stayed in the game. You know, so yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess it doesn't really feel justified. Uh, you know, you got to look at it again. You know, right. you know, right. I'm looking at it again, and exactly. maybe not, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not, maybe it's not justified. You know, you see it on ESPN for the first time on Instagram. You're like, nah, it's justified. But watching the whole play, he is grabbing onto his leg. And to get somebody off of your leg, you're going to want to shake your leg down. It's not like he stepped on him on purpose. You can see the little hop skip after. He was like, whoa, I didn't mean to step on your body. But I just wanted you to get off of me. Exactly. You know? And he made it look like he, he didn't make it look like he used him as a step. Like, you know, yeah. he kind of jumped. And you got him a hop skip out of there. <laughs> it was a not... springboard. <laughs> Yo, and that's what really that's really what, what makes it look crazy is um um it's to make it look crazy is the fact that he had to hop skip him out of there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it it, it I'm not saying that it was necessarily, you know, a hundred percent justified but you know yeah but then when when, when uh draymond started going around the arena saying yeah i did it and so what and sabonis is still on the ground and he was uh, like like holding his ear telling the crowd yeah bring it on bring it on then he started arguing with a fan adam silver was in the arena i mean it was just like okay you know what draymond you, you're basically telling the nba suspend me please suspend me and i i i'm just like look uh, look, with your past discretions, you just stepped on a man's chest, and you're going around saying "so what, so what." I mean, the NBA they 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 couldn't just let him get away with a fine, but I I, I still want to done it. Uh, and uh, you know, we had people saying, "Oh well, it's the playoffs." I'm like, "Well, Draymond knew it was the playoffs." You know, I mean, it's always the playoffs. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, you've been in the playoffs for the past what 10, 12 years. Like, it's always the playoffs. Exactly. Anytime he does this, is always on the biggest stage. It's never just like the 42 game, the 42nd game of the season. It's right. 
we're round one and you want to kick Steven Adams in the groin. What, what's wrong with you? Exactly. With you? you know, people are playing at their highest, but it's not to say that he's not baited into those situations, though. Right. You know, right, right. People know how to get him. So, they know how to get him. So, well, you know, I mean, it, it happened. We're going to see what happens in game three. I, I, I predicted that they would still win game three. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, with the series. But if they lose the series, I don't think it's going to be because of the because of the suspension. Even though a lot of people probably blame it like that, blame it on that. If if they lose, I'm going to blame it on De'Aaron Fox because that dude has been hidden in Sacramento, and that dude is the truth. <laughs> so yeah, De'Aaron Fox is killing the, the 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 Warriors right now. So I mean, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but but anyway, on this on, on the other things, you know, uh, we we see that uh, J, Jalen Hurts got his big 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 contract signed for two hundred and fifty five million dollars, hundred and seventy nine, well north of one hundred and seventy nine million guaranteed. Uh, Nicole Lynn, historic black woman, negotiated the deal for Clutch Sports. Big thing, big time, big time. What do you think? Especially, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if this if, if this insults black women, especially you being the black woman and all, you know. But I mean, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? Um, I think it's a good thing. I mean, it shows that you know a lot of um, there are just a lot more black women in sports now, you know. So a lot of these things, and especially for Jalen Hurts, he deserves a contract like that. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, that's not something we need to overlook. She's not getting that contract for, you know, uh, some random guy, you know, what's his name um, from the Saints? Uh, it's not getting that contract. You know what I'm talking about? Taysom oh. Hill is not oh, getting that contract. Uh, you know what I'm exactly. saying? James is not getting it. It's <laughs> not getting that contract. So, you know, it's obviously due to, you know, him having, you know, some of the best people around him as well. Obviously, just not just his agent, but you know, he's taking care of his health. You know, they just went to the Super Bowl. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's, he's one of the first. Bowl, yeah. They, they, uh, one of the first uh, black athletes to have a black agent, black woman agent, to right. be representing the Super Bowl. So you know, this is just, just, okay. you know, I'm not happy that we're in 2023 still having firsts, but you know. I'm glad it's happening. And you know, that that just means the 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 um the What's that? uh what's that? The quarterback's uh, um market is just going up, which only means more money for who? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Bring I mean, it all the way around town. All the way around town. But you had people, you had people as soon as Jalen Hurts signed the deal. They 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 immediately brought up Lamar Jackson. Say, look, see, see, look, he accepted one seventy nine. That's what you be, that's what you should be taking. No, not really, because you still have uh, Kyler Murray who got one eighty nine. He's not better than Lamar Jackson. Uh, Deshaun Watson got two thirty. They they keep calling that an outlier. He's not better than Lamar Jackson. So I mean, yeah, Jalen Hurts took one hundred seventy nine guaranteed. He got two fifty five with incentives. That that has nothing to do with Lamar Jackson. That's what I keep trying to tell these people. Yeah, what do you think? Um, um, wait, what? 
<laughs> my brain went blank. I was chatting it was fine, and my brain was like, ooh, 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 ooh. No, I was just saying that Lamar Jackson, people were saying since Jalen Hurts signed his deal, they're saying that uh that, that Lamar Jackson needs to take if, if Jalen Hurts could take 179, Lamar Jackson should be able to take 179 guaranteed. And I'm like, one thing has nothing to do with the other. One thing has nothing to do with the other. I mean, has you know, with the other. And who's to say it's just about the money guaranteed? Who's exactly. to say it's not about the entire contract that's set up? You, you, we only see, we only see the numbers. Right. So yeah, you know, they could be offering him, which they're probably not. 260, 180 million dollars guaranteed, but there's little things in the contract where it's like, well, you can't do this, and you got to stay under this weight and do this, and you got to have these incentives to get this much money, more money guaranteed. Then, you know, like those contracts have a lot of different wording in them. There, it's not just numbers. You know what I'm saying? There are incentives. There are things right. that they have to stay in between to be able to stay, make the contract still still uh, valid. Like. There are so many things in there. So who's to say it's just that? And the, the one thing has nothing to do with the other. Lamar Jackson is trying to fight for the money that he he believes he deserves. And Jalen Hurts got the money he deserves. Exactly. exactly. And the thing about it is, I mean, uh, I did see a um, – I did see a, a former NFL player said that, that, you know, you're in there and you're negotiating and that the NFLPA actually puts the contract together. But I'm pretty sure – you know, you're also negotiating different clauses because uh, Jalen Hurts has a no trade clause. Uh, a lot of a lot of players don't get that, and uh, I don't know what Lamar and his camp is asking for, but it seems as if a lot of these uh, the, the, these sports people in the sports media want to just attack him for not having an agent. And I'm like, look, we don't know what his mother knows. We don't know what he knows. They keep just coming at him, saying basically, you hit. The, you stay on the field and let the let the big boys handle the business. And I don't think he wants to do that. And and no one's going to take care of him better than his mother. So, I mean, uh, if, if they don't know what they're doing in there, then yeah. Uh, maybe they should have an agent. But we don't know what these negotiations are like because obviously all this information is coming from the Ravens because they keep saying, well, we, we, we haven't spoken to Lamar Jackson. We haven't spoken to his camp. We haven't spoken to anybody uh, uh, you, you know, in his circle or whatever, but this is the information that we're getting. Well, if you're not getting it from him, where are you getting it from? So the Ravens are putting out this information to kind of, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say it, sabotage, because you're going to have the public saying, you know what? Oh, man, how could you turn down this many million dollars? I'm making $20 an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're, I, they're, that's what I don't like. Yeah, they're trying to throw him under the bus with just like how everybody's reacting to like the amount of numbers and stuff like that. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's not like we said last time, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, guys. Like you and your like, well, it is the same thing. If you had a job that's paying you $50,000 a year. And somebody comes up and they and the same com company tells you next year, even though you're probably due a raise, we're only going to offer you 48K. You're not going to take it. You're yeah. going to try to go find another company. You're going to ask, hey, I'm just going to go look around or you're going to take it and you're going to what people say they're quiet quitting now. You're going to go look for another <laughs> job and indeed while you're on the clock. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Same thing. He was like, you know what? I just don't feel like I deserve how much money you're trying to offer me right now. So I'm going to request a trade. Right. 
request to be traded to another team that I feel like will value my time and give me the money that I feel like I deserve. Right. That's that's point blank, period. Like, that's that's just what it is. And you guys are, like, the Ravens and teams are always going to try to throw players under the bus just because they understand that their fan base doesn't understand also what's happening in those rooms. Right. They've never been there. You know what I'm saying? They've never been having to, like, have to discuss, you know, over a million dollars worth of uh, of stuff. You're not going to – they don't know what that's like. And we're talking about tens of millions of dollars. And then we're talking about a small window in which he can make that money playing football. Now, he has a longer uh, time to make that money because, uh, and like I said in my last episode, uh, you know, he has a name. You know, people know, people know Lamar Jackson. Lamar – put it this way. If Lamar Jackson came on this show and he was a co-host, you know how much money we would make? You know what like, I'm saying? Hey, Lamar Jackson is my co-host. All of a sudden, we're getting sponsors. Everybody come, Everybody's coming, and they want to be on the show. We're getting all different kinds of guests, all kinds of things, just because of the Lamar Jackson name. So he has a name, and, and he has a way that he can make money after football. And he And obviously, he's not doing anything that's going to make your organization look bad. So... I mean, I, I say, look, uh, but my original point was he only has a small window to make this money. He's 26 years old now. He probably has between now and I would say between 30, ages 32 and 33 to make this hundreds of millions of dollars. And I don't think anybody should have an opinion on what he's asking for unless he's asking something outrageous. I mean, if he in there saying, well, we want $350 million guaranteed. We want a private jet all to ourselves. You know, it's like the silly stuff, kooky stuff. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think that's what's going on. And we don't know because we don't know what, what Lamar Jackson is saying. We only know what I I believe the Ravens are putting out. You know what I mean? What? Oh, yeah. The Ravens are putting out some... And the thing is, it has to be them. That's the problem. It has to be them because it's like Lamar and his team wouldn't want to leak those details if they're leaking what a month ago that he just that he wanted a requested a trade three weeks before that. Exactly. Exactly. And just just to get back, like this Jalen Hurts situation is only putting more pressure onto other teams to say, okay, there's a free quarterback out there who's going to want that range amount of money. Exactly. They're go- he's going to want this range of money. There's exactly. no going below what we thought we had two, three years ago. We can't do that. The, Q- the QB market is always going to continuously rise. It's going to continuously rise. The more money you guys, you give these guys, the more people are going to be like, hey, I'm doing better than that guy. So yeah. I, think I, er, I think I deserve an extra $30,000. I mean, $30 million on my deal. I think I deserve an extra 30. And the thing about it is, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, every quarterback in the league is asking for this. You're talking about maybe six or seven quarterbacks tops that can request this kind of money. You're talking about, I'm going to try to name them. You're talking about uh, uh, Mahomes. Of course, he's going to get top dollar. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, they're going to be coming up next year. And, and, and I said this, look, I want to see everybody keep the same amount of energy that y'all have with Lamar Jackson and telling him what he should take. Y'all want to have, I want y'all to have that same energy next year with Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, uh, you know, you only have a few guys who can command this, this, this type of money. So, 
I mean, look, I, I just say go ahead and pay him. Uh, like I said, the Dolphins, as, as soon as he became a restricted free agent, the Dolphins should have been the first team in line and said, look, we'll give you the $200 million and we'll make the trade with the Ravens. We'll give you two or we'll give you a first round pick and we'll give you a second round pick. I mean, what's the problem? And we'll pay Lamar the $200 million guaranteed that he wants and give him what a, a $260 million deal. Who would not want uh, Lamar Jackson throwing to uh, uh, Jalen Waddle and, oh, my God, uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the other receiver who used to play for the uh, – who used to play for the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. What was his name? Uh, you said the tight end? No, the uh, – the wide receiver. He plays for the Dolphins now. Oh, um, ah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Exactly. So, I mean, if if, if you have Lamar Jackson throwing to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and you have that Miami Dolphins defense, you're going to tell me they're not a Super Bowl contender? They're not a Super Bowl contender right away? Come on now. So, anyway, that's just what they're doing with, with, with him right now. And I don't want to. I, I I don't want to be one of those people that say, well, you know what? Well, he should do this, or he should do that, or he should. Do this. He's not going to listen to me anyway. I'm I'm not really getting on him. I'm not really get, even getting on the Ravens. This this is what negotiations are. But I just don't like these sports people coming out saying what he should take or what he shouldn't take. And well, Jalen did this, and then he did that. And come on, now look, let this thing play out. Uh, I, I wish whoever's putting out this this crazy information starts putting it out. Look, get this deal done because, I mean, I, 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 me as a selfish fan, I want to watch him play. I, I, I loved watching him play since, since he was at Louisville. So, I mean, that's just me. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. So you've been watching the uh, – let's go on to another topic because, uh, you know, how passionate I get about that. <laughs> <laughs> you've been watching the playoffs? Yeah, I've been watching some, some, some of the games. I'm trying to – Go to that right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I watched all uh, the Knicks and and the Cavaliers last night. Of course, the, the Cavaliers blew them out. So, but that's just like you know, I knew that series was going to be good. Uh, when the Knicks won Game One, I'm just waiting for them to go back to the Garden now. Of course, like you know, my cousin, he uh, or, or my cousin on Facebook, of course, he hits me up. Orange and blue skies, orange and blue skies, and you know, because he's still getting on me about the. The, the the Knicks of the the Knicks fans of delusional episode that I did, but I, I I'm just like this. Look, the Knicks ain't do nothing different than I said in my episode. They still not a championship championship caliber team. They still not. I mean, if they okay. make it to the championship with Julius Randle, honestly, I I have to commend them on on just I mean beating the odds. Because that's not, I mean, I'm not saying they can't make it out of the series. I think they very well could make it out of the series. You know, I'm not denying Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs. Donovan Mitchell has made a great impact on that team. And he's only been there for, what, two years? No, this is, uh, isn't this, this is first, first year? year? First year, yeah. One year, the Cavs go from bum to somebody. And, that, and that's, that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. to say. 
that's a lot to say. But I, I just don't, even if the Knicks make it out of this series, I just don't see them being able to beat the 76ers, for instance. The Heat, do you really think they're going to beat the Bucks? No, I don't think so. Um, no, no. I think they have a chance with Trey Young and the Hawks. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm really not trying to be funny. Like, well, the- and I, I think it's also because I just have the bad Knicks brain. I have a bad Knicks brain, and just like I'm just always, I'm like they're gonna do something to goof off, to clown around, and just fumble it from the from their hands. Well, I, well, well, I don't blame you. I mean, like you know, in, in your lifetime, what is the Knicks done? I mean, even when the Knicks were good, when they were in the championship, what were you a year old? Uh, that's a story I told you um, that year when, uh, damn, I almost dropped you. But anyway, because uh, <laughs> Larry Johnson hit that big shot against the uh, the, the, Indiana, the, the Indiana Pacers, but we ain't going to talk about that, even though it's on the air now. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, look, the Knicks, I'll believe it. I'll believe the Knicks are a championship contender when I see it. Because, all right, now, the uh, even if they win, and let's just say the Miami Heat upset the uh, the Bucks. I just don't see them beating the Heat. I don't see them beating the Bucks. I definitely don't see them beating the Celtics. So I mean, it's they, and they're not beating the Seventy Sixes. So I mean, they're basically what I said. They was they're, they're middle of the road. They they make the playoffs. They get a low they they get a low draft pick, a, a low draft pick position, and then they're right back where they started from. I mean, unless they can unless they can attract. Some big time free agents. I just don't see them being a championship team. I mean, you know, I mean, right now, the, who are the favorites right now in, in in the East? It's the Bucks and the Celtics and everybody else. That's it. The Bucks, the Celtics, and literally everybody else. I mean, and, and I mean, you, you. Some people may say the Seventy Sixers because Joel Embiid is 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 playing. I mean, dude is playing above himself, and and that's saying a lot. Because I mean, he, he he's just a great player, but I don't see them. Um, I, I I can see them contending with the uh, with the Bucks and the Celtics, but I mean, but Giannis is Giannis came up hobbling the other day because you know he fell on his butt bone. So oh, fall on your butt bone! Don't don't be making fun of people like that, guys. Nah. I fell on my butt bone one time. It hurt so bad. It hurt so bad. Yeah, so bad. I yeah. literally could not sit for weeks. Oh yeah, not yeah. even trying to be funny. Oh yeah, believe me, I I've been playing basketball and I fell on my butt bone. Believe me, yo, it's, it's it's hard to walk, let alone play basketball. So, I mean, it's it's it's. it's I'm going to see what's going to happen at the Garden on Friday. You know, if the Knicks can just hold on to because because basically they they did what their uh you know they reached their goal. I mean, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't say their goal, but they did what they set out to do. Take one in Cleveland. So we'll see if they can hold on to the to, to, to the to the home court advantage now, because all they have to do now is when is, if they can win out at the Garden, they'll be good. So yeah, I'll see what's going to happen with that. But I mean, I've been watching other series too, and I actually picked the uh, picked the Suns to come out of the West. I picked them, and when they lost game one, it was kind of shaky because Kawhi Leonard was playing out of his mind, of course, and uh, Russell Westbrook, he just looks way more comfortable with the Clippers than he did with the Lakers. But last I night, just, 
Yeah. Last night, I see, I see. But I, I don't know. I love this, this, this new coming of Russ. I love it. You know, I don't know why people were trying to doubt Russ. I was like, this just isn't his playing style. Him and LeBron just don't belong on the same court. They no, don't. Really it don't make LeBron no sense. LeBron plays just like such a methodical game. And then you got Russell Westbrook who's just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's just, it's not like he's erratic. He's just a lot of energy. And that a lot of energy requires the ball. So whatever he's doing, he needs to be on a team where he can kind of run the floor as he pleases. He can't really run the floor as he pleases with LeBron James on the floor. It's just not. You can't do that. That's just not going to work. It's not going to work. How do you have two generals on the court? You can't. You literally can't. He went to the Clippers where you have Paul George, who was, to me, a true shooting guard. And you have Kawhi Leonard, the fun guy. We love the fun guy. (laughs) And they fit perfectly because they give Russ his space to be able to move as freely as he wants to. So now he can move around the court and do what he does, and it's not distracting to everybody else because they know their places. They know where they have to be. Russ is really just trying to figure out everybody else's defense. And on defense, he's just trying to figure out the offense. You have Paul George, who knows his spot. Kawhi Leonard, who's locking somebody down. You know what I'm saying? They they, they have those other stars who, like, they're in their place. They have place setters, and then now Russ can just do whatever needs to be made up. Russell Westbrook can fill in those gaps. Russell Westbrook right. wasn't filling in no gaps. He was trying to find a gap of what there were no real gaps for him to fit into that were like really meshed with the way he plays his game. Yeah, it it didn't like- mesh well. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it just didn't mesh well at all. Right. Yeah. It, it could, yeah, I, I, I can see what you say because it looked like, you know, he was just trying to fit in with the Lakers and he just trying to find out, you know, trying to get in where he fit in. But it's like, where did he fit in? You know, it didn't seem like, you know, he was just – it just didn't look like a good fit at all with the Lakers. But now, you know, even though I believe he shot, what, 3 of 19 in the first game and they wound up winning that game, they they actually uh, had a big lead in this game last night. But then the, the Suns just became the Suns, man. I mean, uh, Devin Booker is just the truth. I mean, they tra- and, and then they, when they tried to double Durant, then that left Devin Booker one-on-one. And that's when I was – when I saw that, I said, you know what? These guys are going to be dangerous because you cannot double team either one of those guys. And then you got Chris Paul, you know, who, who could just, you know, like they call him a point god. Oh, <laughs> uh, Chris so, Paul? Yeah. Me three. Yeah. So, I mean, once you had that, I mean, it was just like, you know what? I mean, I just don't see too many teams beating them if, if they're on their game. So I mean, barring injury, I am going to pick. I'm just going to go out, go out on the limb, and I'm going to pick the uh, the the Phoenix Suns to come out of the West. And who am who am I going to pick to come out of the East? Nah, the Boston Celtics. I just don't see anybody beating them. I, you know what I don't like though about this is all of these new trades. I feel like Kevin Durant has taken the Suns away from Devin Booker. Really? I love no. Not, not, not literally on the court, but okay. all of a sudden, I don't see no more Devin Booker commercials. What happened <laughs> to Devin Booker? Like, put him back in the playoff commercials. I don't care. I love Kevin Durant, but I want to see Devin Booker in the commercials. 
That's who I'm coming to see. Put him in the commercials. Well, if you keep playing like you played last night, it, I mean, you're going to see him on commercials, billboards, and everywhere else. Hey, <laughs> you know, because that's He's the I one mean, who put the Suns on the map. We wasn't looking for the Suns until Devin Booker was there. Yeah. He was shooting the lights out. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, we got Kevin Durant. Now everybody wants to be on. No, I want to see Devin Booker with his little weird mohawk thing. I want to see it on the commercials. I want to see it on the commercials. That's yeah. what I'm leaving people with. That, that that's what needs to happen when they make another playoff commercial. Put Devin Booker in it. Oh, Put okay. him in it. Okay. Put him okay. in it. I'm trying to see Devin Booker. I mean, <laughs> Devin Booker. I mean the way he like I said the way he played last night. Look. I mean, like I said, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more of him. You're gonna see him in the finals, put it that way, if, if he keeps playing ball like that. And and you know John Morant is hurt. That's another reason why I picked the uh, they picked the Suns to come out. He got and they, they, they he's questionable uh for, for the next game. I just don't I just don't think the Lakers gonna have enough to deal uh with, 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 with the Suns. The only um team that I think that may give them problems in the West, and I don't think they're really gonna give them problems because well Jamal Murray is back. So, I mean, the Denver Nuggets, you know, because, I mean, Jokic is just Jokic. Jokic is just, I mean, Jokic, Jokic is, is just Jokic. Oh, my God. That, that guy, yeah. man. Oh, my goodness. Man. You know, I feel like every generation has at least two white players. You know what I'm saying? We have at least two. You know what I'm saying? We got Jokic, and we got, well, right now he's kind of iffy, but I like him. Doncic. Doncic, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, every generation has their two. You know, the generation previous, Steve Nash, Dirk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got their two. They have their two white guys who are really just dominating. And, yeah. you know, you go farther back and there's more white people, but. Uh. <laughs> nah, you go to the 80s, they were on the same team. You had Larry Bird and you had Kevin McHale. I mean, but they have more. They have Who more. white guys? I don't want to say, because, I mean, you have a lot of white guys that can play. No, yeah, there's this. a lot of white guys who can play. But there's, there's only literally, I don't know why, but I've noticed, but there's really two white superstars. There's two <laughs> white superstars. There's a bunch of white guys. You know, you got Tyler Hero. You got um, Alex Caruso. Everybody loves Caruso. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody exactly. loves Caruso, but he's not a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not a superstar. Jokic and Dontich are your superstar white guys, and they're your token <laughs> white guys that the NBA will take hey. and be like. <laughs> but you know what? You always have those guys that no one can deny him. Like, no, no. Nobody's yeah. going to come out and say, oh, the only reason they're talking about Luka Doncic is because he's white. No, we're talking about Luka Doncic because he can play. We're talking about Nicole Lilkis because he can play. Now, the argument that J.J. Redick and uh, and Kendrick Perkins uh, got into uh, on ESPN. That's something different. I'm not going to get into that. I was going to do an episode mm -hmm. on it. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. But um, but yeah, look, you have some guys that you just can't deny. Larry Bird is the main guy you couldn't deny. Kevin McHale, you couldn't deny. Steve Nash, you couldn't deny. John Stockton, you couldn't deny. You know, but and and now, like you said, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic. Don't even play yourself and, and, and try to act like, you know, the only reason they're getting pub is because they're white. No, they're getting pub because they can play. Period. No, why? End like, you know why they they getting... Well, you know why they're getting... um They're getting pub. all this publicity. Because they can play. Exactly. They can play. 
Point blank period. Like, it's not because they're white. I mean, does the NBA probably <laughs> sit down every year and be like, who's going to be our token whites? You know? Every five <laughs> to six years, they're probably like, are we going to make them foreign? Are we going to make them, you know, American? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, you know? Usually the guys that, that, that that's coming now, that they're, they're usually the foreign guys. I mean, you got Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic, both of them are from overseas. You had Dirk. You know, they Nishin tried to do Porzingis for a little bit. They tried to make Porzingis the, the token white guy. But and he was nice, though. He was, he nice. was nice. He was nice, but they yeah. tried to make Porzingis the token white guy. And I think it started off with the Knicks hating him, you know? I think that was the beginning of his story. That was – the NBA set that up. They were like, yeah, you know? Well, the next year, pick him number four overall. We were like, Who? <laughs> you know, that was so crazy. I mean, yeah, that, that, was, that little kid was crying. He was like, Oh my god, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> he was like, Who is Porzingis? <laughs> Sad. I think he's like my age now. He has to be like my age now. Yeah, like, he has yeah. to be. And I remember, like, the next, like, two, three years, they had him take a picture of Porzingis with his right, jersey right, on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so it was, was cute, cool. but it was that just, was cool. that was funny. That, that was, funny. was funny. Because that kid that was, was looking so like, funny. what? What is a Kristaps Porzingis? <laughs> but then the Knicks got cute, and they tried to do it again the next year. when they picked, It was like, who was it? I can't remember. They picked Frank Nilakina. I was like, it was a Frank. I knew it was a Frank. It was Frank Nilakina. And you know who they picked Frank Nilakina over, right? Donovan oh. Mitchell. See, exactly. Exactly. They could have drafted Donovan Mitchell, but no, they picked Frank Nilakina. But I'm not going to rehash that. You know, I I I don't want to go over the uh, over the players that the Knicks mixed out on. You know, I'm I'm going to go way, 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 way back in the day. And like it was like '83 when the Knicks picked Daryl Walker. Daryl Walker, was, I know you don't remember him because it was way before you was born, but he was a good defensive player. He's a pretty good coach now. But the Knicks picked Daryl Walker. I think it was in the '83 draft. You know who they picked him over? Who? Clyde Drexler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Knicks. This is not. This is not new for the Knicks. Uh, okay, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm falling back into my. I was about Knicks to say you have, you have to go into the Knicks hole. That, I'm about to go into the Knicks is delusional. The Knicks fans are delusional at the thing hole, again. So man. I'm not going to do that. So, but <laughs> and then this, is, this is what I keep trying to tell these people. Look, this is not new for the Knicks. But anyway, anyway, uh, but now nah, we got two about, about two minutes left in, in, in this segment. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like, um, I guess in the next segment we could talk about other um, other playoff series. But yeah, I mean the Knicks. And and the Cavaliers, of course, are the most most intriguing one. And of course, like with with, with the Clippers, and uh, the Clippers and the Suns, and of course, both of them are four or five. So those are usually the most the, the most interesting ones in the uh, in, in the uh, in the first round. So yeah, we'll check that out. But you know, we're gonna end this we're gonna end this segment right here. You know, I'm just gonna. Uh, End it right here. Just remember, you guys, that podcast is available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, it's available on Spotify. Uh, you guys, stay tuned for the next for the next segment, and we'll be right back. All right, thanks. Recording and.
Welcome back to the Case by Case Basis podcast. My name is Daryl uh, Flood. My, this is my daughter, Kiana. We have her as weekly guest on the show. Uh, you know, of course, we talk, we're talking about the NBA playoffs. You know, have you had a chance to check out um, the Boston Celtics and Atlanta Hawks? I've looked into it. I haven't watched it as deep as I watched the Knicks series, but. You know what? The Boston Celtics are treating the Atlanta Hawks like an opening act. Yeah, I can you see that. The opening act is 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 I mean they're entertaining, but you don't want them to be on too long. You know, these guys are holding us up from getting to the real show. I mean, but let me ask you this. Do you think the Hawks are rethinking that trade, that draft day trade? You know they traded, right? Who they trade? They traded Luka Doncic for Trey Young. I don't think so. No, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. Only because I feel like Trey Young fits in Atlanta. Right. You know? Right. I feel like he fits with the culture that Atlanta has going. And, he, like, I feel like Luca wouldn't throw that off, but he is a foreign white guy, like we were saying before. Right. He's a foreign white guy. In and you're going to throw him into Atlanta? Right. You're going to throw a foreign white person. <laughs> Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't even he's think about that. Dallas with like, you know, cowboy hats and, you know, he's over there. Right. Atlanta, he, he, you, somebody gonna offer him a, a, a 10 piece lemon pepper with lemon pepper sprinkles <laughs> with a pink drink and he gonna look at them like they crazy. He gonna be like, what are you talking about? Lemon pepper what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, going to look at them like they're crazy. Yeah, somebody go to come actually somebody go actually go to Magic City. My man think he's gonna go to like a place with top hats and rabbits. Yo, dude, <laughs> gonna think he goes to a magic show. No, no, this is a different nah, type man. of magic show. Nah, they do different, different type of magic, magic city, bro. Not the same magic that you're thinking of. It's it's nah. not Alakazam. I promise you, it's not Alakazam. They're not pulling nothing out of hats. No, I don't even think there's hats in the building. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, they pulling something out. It's just not out of a hat. <laughs> it's just not a hat. It's just it's not a hat, man. It's something whole. It's something all together different, bro. <laughs> Magic City is a whole another thing. This is not, you know, this is not Houdini and David Copperfield. No, it's not that. <laughs> so, but no, nah, I mean, I, I can see that. You know, maybe they didn't think that he would he would mix with the uh with, with the Atlanta culture, but I mean, cause think about it. I mean. You really never had that, you know, that white guy who was a star basketball player in Atlanta. Nah. nah. But Atlanta I mean, it's only a place for star white guys when they play football. Football, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When football they play football, different. Atlanta's all for it. You know, you got Matty Ice. Yeah, you yeah, know. Matty Ice, yeah. You got Matthew Stafford. You know, they love them a white guy over there. You got Stetson Bennett, you know. Even yeah. though they're not in Atlanta, they are in Georgia. And you, the state, if you've never lived in the state of Georgia, you don't know. But college football is a lot bigger than Falcons football. I'm just letting you know right now, a lot bigger. I like I it's Georgia football runs the state. People don't understand. You have a few little sexters who like Georgia Tech football or Georgia State yeah. football, but they went to those schools. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> they went to those schools. The people we're talking about, Georgia football runs the state of Georgia. So people don't understand. 
People don't understand. I remember when I first moved here and I went to the supermarket. It was a Saturday morning. I'll never forget this. And, you know, I was just going to pick up a few things or whatever. And I see all these people. At, and it was early. It was about seven, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, why are all these people out on a Saturday morning? And then all of a sudden, I went up, I went up on um, Highway 138. I see all these red and black flags. I said, where are they going? I said, oh, my God. And I didn't know how close University of Georgia was. I didn't know. It's about 40 minutes from here. I see all, I see a sea of red and black going to the game. I said, oh, my God. I said, is, is Georgia football that big down there? And now I've been here 20 years. Nothing else, nothing else comes close to Georgia football. Nothing. Falcons, no. Hawks, no. Braves, no. It is Georgia football. Period. But we digress. We digress. But <laughs> I just don't feel like I don't think Luca would have fit in in Atlanta. But at the same time, I feel like Trey Young has done a great job for the Atlanta Hawks. I feel like he is not a draft pick that you should regret. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you'll you be like, you know what? I think we need to get him some help. I think we need to get him say another that. guy. You he know, that, he's, so that he has somebody when he's scoring 30, this guy can also put up consistently 25. This guy can also put up consistently 30. Because not to say that, you know, um, the um, – the Jonte Murray, I'm not saying he's not he's not consistent, you know, not saying that, but you know, I'm saying that they need somebody else who's gonna be able to, you know, put some some fire in that offense. Right. You know, you can do all of these things during the regular season, but you're gonna need somebody in the postseason if you're gonna continuously make it to the postseason every year. You can't just keep keep getting kicked out in the first second round. Exactly. Exactly. So. That's exactly. really what they need right now. They need somebody who's not who's not going to keep getting them caught up in the in that second round, you know, like in that first second round. They have guys, you know, they have some good guys on their team. It's just they just need a lot more consistency, a lot more consistency when it comes to the postseason. Like even if I don't know who who could fit that role because that's what they try to do with Luca, because Luca was like, yeah, you know, we can get him to. I don't know if Kyrie was the best move, but we could get, you know, Luca to the playoffs. And you know, they didn't make the playoffs this year. Right. You know, they were like, well, we need a guy who's going to be right next to Luca. Like, Luca can't do this by himself. He's not well, going to take whoever. No, no I, I would say they've been trying to do that. They've been trying. Yeah, they've they, been they, trying they tried to do to that. Porzingis, it didn't work. They tried mm -hmm. to get Kyrie. Now, this was like a, a, a small, a small, Sample size, but yeah. I mean, you think that's going to work? I don't know. I don't think I. I don't know. It could work. I. I'm not really too sure if it will work. Just because I love Kyrie, you know, but Kyrie kind of needs the ball a lot. Yeah, you got to put him in the right situation. I mean, uh, right. w w when he was with LeBron, it was cool because you know. I mean, it was just them. And then you had Kevin Love was like, you know, he was like doing the dirty work. So that kind of worked and got them the championship. Now, a lot of people say they wouldn't have won that championship if it wasn't 
for Draymond Green getting suspended. But anyway, they won, and y'all can talk all y'all want to talk, but uh, yeah. they got the ring, didn't they? But I mean, I, I I just don't know what situation would fit for, for Kyrie because, like you said, I mean, it seems like he he wants to be his own show, and I, I'm I'm not against him getting his money, but it didn't work in Boston. It would have worked in um in, in in Brooklyn, but you know we had a whole lot of other circumstances going on. I think that would have worked, but um you know now he's he, he's out here with Luca. I mean if if um. <clears throat> Mark Cuban wants to give wants to give him the extension. I think it's something that they that they that they could try out. I think they they probably need one one more guy in there. And yeah, I mean we, we could see if it'll work, but I don't know. I mean the the, the West is kind of, you know. Yeah, the West, the West is, is kind of. Yeah, it's kind of a lot going on in the West right now. To really be, like you have. I mean, I don't know about the Warriors, but they're getting a little old. I didn't, I didn't notice that until, you know, recently. But, um, you know, you do have still have Steph Curry. You still have LeBron James. They're in one conference. You know, you have yeah. Luca. You have. Um, let's just go listen up. You got Kevin Durant. Right. Ky- Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> all they're all in one that. conference. And Paul George is going to be coming back. One, huh? Paul George is going to be coming back. Paul George, like you, it's too many people in one conference. Is Memphis in the East or the West? Memphis in the West. That doesn't make any sense. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but then you have Memphis, who's also in the West. You have John Morant. Right. Like, this you is- know, you're not, this isn't just a, there, this isn't a conference to just play around in. You can't just play around and see what you can do. You know, there's not really much space for that. People, teams are getting kicked out who could be who are playoff eligible teams when it came down to like actual playability. Like yeah. there are teams that got kicked out and they could actually perform in the playoffs better than some Eastern Conference teams probably are going to perform this year. Like that's crazy. You have superstars getting kicked out. And you got randos. He's kind of strong this year. The East is kind of strong. The East is kind of strong. You know, you do have the Knicks. You do have the Heat. You do have the Bucks. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the Heat are just getting. They're running. What's his name to the to his bones? His bare Jimmy bones. Butler. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, oh my Jimmy God. Butler, Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero. But I'm not gonna lie. They were a bubble team. You know what I'm saying? They were a bubble team. They were they worked in the bubble because it was like Jimmy Butler is a baller. Yeah. He's a hooper. He's a hooper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love Jimmy Butler. But I think he's a, a tremendous leader. But I just think he needs somebody else. Like, it, it just can't be Jimmy Butler on go 100% of the time. Well, 110% what it looks like of the time giving you every ounce of his body. You do have Bam out of body. You do have Tyler Hero, but... But they got Kyle Lowry now, too, and they got... Uh... <laughs> Big butt. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I didn't say all that. <laughs> every time I think of Kyle Lowry, I think of him and his wide hips. I'm sorry. 
look at him, his baby making body. Like, oh my god, really? just do not. It, it's just I don't know. It's not my fault. He's short and got this big old butt. Like, why are you? Why are you walk around here double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon? That's not okay. They got some pretty big names. They, they got Kyle Lowry. They got Bam Adebayo. They got Jimmy Butler. Victor Oladipo is on the team, but I, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, they, you know, got Tyler Hero. I mean, they should be better than the eighth seed, but um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, but and and they already beat the Bucks. So they, and, and game two, and and we don't know what uh, what's going to happen with Giannis. So I mean. I think they have a shot in that series. I I really think they have a shot in that series. I don't know if they're gonna uh if they if they're gonna pull it out, but I'm not counting them out. The only team that I'm really counting out right now is the Hawks. Yeah, I, I don't think the Hawks I don't see them doing anything against. But I think they're gonna get swept. If they get the game five, that'll be an accomplishment. Now Quinn Snyder, he's a really good coach. Next year, I think uh when he has a when he has a full year under his belt. We're going to see what happens. But remember that rant I did against uh, uh, about the Knicks fans is delusional? If I was born in Atlanta, I could have done that same rant about Atlanta because they're never seen as a championship team. You know and what never is, unless it's baseball. Yeah. I mean, the Braves are always good. Baseball. And, and you know, the Braves just draft well. So, I mean, but maybe that's what, somebody in the pipe, huh? Maybe their owners need to get together. And really see what's going on because the Braves, like the Braves, go through like how every team goes through ups and downs. Like they'll just be like, ah, they're kind of this year, and then the next thing you know, in two three years, they're they're great, and you're like, whoa, what's going on? Where did the Braves come from? But I mean, the whole time, the Braves have been rebuilding behind behind closed doors, in in, in the wide open, actually. They're doing it in the wide open, but nobody's paying attention. But even if they, even when the Braves are rebuilding, they're good. Yeah, the that's Braves what I'm saying. Are never bad. They're 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 at most. Eh. They're not. They're never like the Braves are trash. It's just they're like always in the playoffs. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Like at, at the worst, they're eh. you know. I they're mean, in the wild card game, and you're just like they probably won't make it out of this wild card game. But you know, <laughs> I tell you, Michael Harris is second. Here. Just scares the heck out of me, man. As a Mets fan. Yeah. I mean, th th this guy is just, oh my god! And then, I mean, the Braves are just good. They always, they always come up with the good pitching. They always come up with the guys who can play. You know, it's just, I, I, I just don't. I'm. They haven't been bad since like the early nineties. So I mean, it's just. Ah, ah, that's yeah. just as a Mets fan. It just kind of sucks. But the Mets are doing the, the Mets are doing really good right now too, though. So I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, they're eleven and seven. I mean, they lost <laughs> last night, but they won the, they, they won the five game winning streak. They swept the Oakland A's. Did you see that thing about the Oakland A's the other day? They had a ferret living in the walls of the stadium. Just living, just nothing else, just I mean, living. I was watching the Mets game, and the Mets, you know, they, they have a visitors booth for the announcers. And then the Mets fan, the, the you know, um, the Mets the announcers were saying Ron Darling and, and Michael Cohen was saying, you know what, we couldn't go to our regular booth. And I'm like, well, what happened? Because they had a ferret that was living in the walls, and then the ferret came and he basically did his business all over 
the uh the, the visitors uh, uh booth broadcasting booth and the stench made them move. I'm like, who is running this team? Who's running this stadium? And and then I found out they they're playing in the same stadium they were playing in the 60s. I'm like, they never got a new stadium. That's why Oakland ain't got no teams right there. Right there. Damn. Oakland, Oakland, y'all doing them like that? I mean, Oakland is Oakland though, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like Oakland just need it, it, Oakland is loyal though, so like that's one thing I'll give Oakland fans. They love Oakland teams. If you say you from the Bay Area, they gonna rep you hard into the day they die. And you know what? Then they need to get on their city council. Their mayor or their may or, or, or their elected officials, because guess what? The Raiders are in Las Vegas now. The, the the Warriors are in San Francisco, and the A's are on their way out. So they're not going to have a team. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Because I was like, there are people in Oakland who, if you tried to call them a 49ers fan, they might just fight you right there. Oh, that's <laughs> the way that 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 uh, they, New York fans may not may not try to fight you, but you know, you can't tell a, a, a Mets fan that they're a bandwagon fan. They're going to be Yankee fans in the, the season. I, I told you about that thing with Chip, with Chipper Jones said years ago, and and that still irks me. It's like what when he said after they they they, they basically knocked the Mets out of the playoffs, or they thought they did. The Mets still want to make the playoffs, but he said, "Oh, now the Mets fans can go home and put on the Yankee hats." You don't say that to Mets fans. Mets fans don't never run home and put on. I mean, Mets fans don't even own Yankee hats. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, you know, come on, man, come on, man. But you know, I I I I, I baseball hated uh, Chipper Jones for that. I didn't hate the guy. I didn't know the guy. But I really want. After that, every time the Mets play the Braves, I want them to smash the Braves. Now, when the Braves knocked uh, knocked them out of first place last year, of course, I was sitting there licking my wounds. But hey. <laughs> Anyway, that's for another day. But yeah, we were talking about the Braves roster, man. They got Ronald Cunha Jr. They have, uh, I mean, AJ Mentor. I mean, look, the Braves always, they're always stacked. Put it that way. They're always stacked. Yeah. And, you know, the, uh, but the Hawks, nah, they're just, they're just not it. And the Falcons, they're just not it. The, the, Hawks, Hawks, the Hawks just need, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what they need, to be honest with you. Well, they, they got just yeah. what? No, I, mean... I said they got a good coach. Now, Quinn Snyder is actually is actually a really good coach. Not that Nick McMillan wasn't, but I just think that you know after after they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think that was it. You know, they, they, they kind of uh, they kind of reached their peak. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see. See if they can get another star in here. Yeah, that's really what they need. They need they need another star. Maybe they can, maybe they can, maybe they can find a jewel in the draft. I don't know, but I mean, Trey Young is going to need somebody else, and uh, I don't know who that somebody is. And you know, you know, it'd be funny after all that junk we talked about Luca because they said Luca may not be happy in Dallas. Wouldn't that be funny if the if the uh, the, the Hawks sign him as a free agent? <laughs> He'll learn what Magic yeah. City is then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll learn quick. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, Boston is treating them like a uh, like an opening act. Uh, all other series seems seem to be pretty competitive, man. I mean, the Heat beat the uh the Heat beat 
beat the Bucks oh. in, in game one. Um, Celtics are on a mission, though. Who's that? The Celtics are on a mission. Yeah, yeah. Like the they said, coach or not, we are going to get this done. Right. We do not care what happens behind whatever. We are here to have, we have unfinished business. We came here last year. We lost in, in, in the fashion in which we lost. And we will not let that happen again. And that's that's what it kind of seems like. They're like, look, we're on a moving train, and whoever's in our way will get bulldozed. Or if they stop the train, then the train stops. But we'll start it all over again next year. So yeah. get ready. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. It's only going to get stronger the more you hold it back. So, and I just feel like that's what they're on. And I, I like I like it. You know, I, I like I like when people bring – Bring the passion back to the game. Woo! Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. They're gonna um, we're gonna see what they're gonna do, man. I mean, uh, it, it, it's gonna be an exciting playoffs, you know. Uh, probably by the time uh, by the time we talk next week, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some teams that's going. One of the teams that's gonna be going is gonna be the Hawks. I know that. Um, I don't know about uh, oh, and you know what? Else? You know, other series is not competitive. This is the opening at the Brooklyn Nets. Oh yeah, that one. I, I think Philly's going to sweep them. Uh, you know how un- that's how unimpressed we were. <laughs> we didn't even bring it up during. We didn't episode. even bring him up. Unimpressed. Exactly. It's unimpressed. Nah, nah. Nah, man. It's you know. Mm, that's just not going to. I don't think that's going to go good. You know. No, no, no. I mean, I like Jacques Vaughn. I like Jacques Vaughn uh, since way back in the days when he was a player in Kansas. Uh, I think he's a hell of a coach, but, you know, I mean, there's this whole debacle this year was just, you know, I mean, the guy had had, had, had had players that made his team a contender. Next thing you know, Kyrie's gone because he requested a trade. Since Kyrie wasn't there, they, they knew they was going to get rid of Durant, so they wound trading Durant. They got some good players back, but I just don't see them being uh, championship contenders. And, 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 and that's the thing. I think all of these teams now. I don't think they're all looking to win the championship. I think that this some of them are just looking to be competitive, like the Knicks. I would love to see the Knicks win a championship, it's but I just don't think that Dolan. I, 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 sometimes I, I don't think that's his goal. His goal is just to keep butts in the seats. As long as he's making money, he's good. So, hopefully, I'm wrong. I got all these people saying blue and orange skies and all that. That's all fine and dandy. But even if you get past the Cavaliers, and that's a big if, you're going to have the Bucks waiting for you. That's the thing. You're going to have the Bucks. Yeah. The Bucks. You're really going to think you're going to beat Giannis and Middleton? Exactly. You're going to get out there with Julius Randle? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what's killing me. That's what's killing me right now. I don't care. I love, you know what? I'm not saying Julius Randle is bad. Nobody's saying that. No. But what I'm saying is, this is just another, What? what who was it that we were talking about? It's just a two-guy playing one. I need another guy. I need another guy. Like, I need another guy. What are you talking I about? I just on, on. do with, with, with Julius Randle. We do have, what's his name? Um, oh, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is balling. No, oh, yeah. And uh, RJ Barrett? Yeah, you got those guys. You do. You do. And I'm not saying that they're a bad team. I'm just saying that you're going to need some other superstar power to defeat these superstars. You're not defeating Giannis with Julius Randle, um, RJ Barrett, and Brunson. You're not. You're not doing it. 
I think, I think, and I don't, uh, and look, I think they could have got Donovan Mitchell because I think they signed, didn't they sign Jalen Brunson as a free agent? I think I if think they would have so. traded for Donovan Mitchell and then uh, they were able to keep uh, Julius Randle, they, I believe they could have traded R.J. Barrett. If, they, if, they, if, if you were going to, if, if, if what the Utah Jazz wanted was R.J. Barrett, I would have done that deal to get Donovan Mitchell all day, every day, twice on Sunday. But I don't know what the holdup was, but anyway, he wound up going to, um, he wound up going to Cleveland and now they're playing against them. So we're going to see what's going to happen. I, I am rooting for the Knicks, but I mean, I'm not that confident. And even if, even if they do make the second round, they're going to do what they, what, what they've been doing for the last 50 years. They're going to make it to a certain point, but they're not, they're not going to hold up the trophy. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm waiting for them to do to hold up the trophy. Like, I, I like it's all fun and games to be in, 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 um, uh, to be like excited for the playoffs. But like, if you just keep, if I keep, we keep getting to the playoffs and we just keep losing. Like, I, I don't care about going to the playoffs. Like, yeah. It's like how Dodgers fans felt. It's like how Mets fans feel right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of going to the playoffs and just not going nowhere. I don't care about making it to the playoffs. Nobody cares. Nobody cares if you make it to the playoffs and lose because nobody ca- nobody remembers who was in the playoffs in 1986 unless you were the, the Mets or the Red Sox. Nobody, nobody knows. Who knows? If somebody can tell me right now, Oh, and not you. Oh, I, I, don't, I was just about to say, don't, don't ask me that question because I can tell you. <laughs> who the Red Sox played in the first round, I, like, nobody, like, a, people just don't know that information because it's not, you, you don't remember. You don't remember because nobody remembers who lost. Who remembers who lost in the wild card game? Nobody remembers who made it to the first round and didn't make it past that. Nobody remembers. Oh, Back then, they didn't even have a wild card. They just had – you had to win your No, but that's what I'm saying. Back then, game. they didn't have a wild card, but they had a first round. So, nobody yeah. remembers who loses in the first round. Nobody remembers. I'm tired. Of, like, I, I, I will remember because I remember as a fan, you know. Right. I'm pretty sure old Kings fans remember the last time the Kings won – wait, when was the last time the Kings won the playoffs? What, 19? Kings won the playoffs in the early 2000s, I believe. Um, okay, so, yeah. I mean, it's – Wow, I think I'm old because I they said like 20 some years or like 15 some years, and my brain was like 19, and it's not 19, no, no, it's not no. 19. 15 years ago 24. was 2007. Okay, but nonetheless, <laughs> older ah, because I will remember that. Okay, but older. <laughs> <laughs> Well, remember that, you know? They're going to remember back in 2007. You know who remembers when the Mets lost in 2008? Me. I remember that. I exactly. remember sitting in front of the TV when Carlos Beltran didn't swing. I remember yeah. that. He yeah. didn't swing. I remember that. But as yeah. a fan, I'm going to remember. People who aren't fans of that team aren't going to remember. They're yeah, not going to care. They're not going to care. So like you have to, and you can't just stay with the same fan base. You you want to generate new fans across the country, so you're not going to be able to generate new fans by not winning anything. Yeah, you got to. I mean, this whole yeah. cycle of capitalism only only works out if you win something. Oh boy! The Knicks, okay. <laughs> the Knicks are are just crazy because how are you in the the biggest market and you haven't won anything since the '70s? What is wrong with you? 
What is yeah. wrong with you? You in the largest market. The largest market. I mean, like, the, the, the least you can do is when you enter the playoffs, at least have your fan base thinking that you have a chance to win the championship. A sniffing chance. Yeah. And I feel like the last time I was excited about the Knicks making the playoffs was, what, 2011? I wasn't even excited then. I mean, I I, I, was, I didn't think it was going to win the championship. That was the first time I think I had seen the Knicks go to the playoffs. Right, right. That was 12 years ago. Exactly. Oh, exactly. my God. I feel old saying that, but that was 12 years ago. <laughs> but right. the thing – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but no, no, go ahead, go ahead. The thing about it is, um, I mean, the last time I thought that the Knicks had a chance to win a championship at the beginning of the playoffs was in 1994. And that's when they went all the way to – no, well, well, yeah, it was in 1994. I thought they had a chance to win in 93, and that's when they got knocked out by the Bulls when Charles Smith missed all those shots because uh, Horace Grant and Michael Jordan was fouling them, but they didn't call. But that's another um, – no, I don't want to think about that. But in 2000, when they were, um, no, what was it? It was 99, when um, they were the eighth seed and they made it all the way to the championship. They lost to the uh, to the San Antonio Spurs. Okay. I didn't think they were I, I, at the beginning of the playoffs. I didn't think they were going to win then. But since then, even the, the Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony years, nothing like that. I never thought that they had a chance to win it. Never thought. So. Never. I mean, at, at least now, I think that I think I think the Mets have a chance to go to the World Series and win it. I yes. think they have a chance. Woo! Let's go Mets. But not the Knicks. I I I'm sorry. No. And if my cousin hears this, uh, if he hears this episode, and he thinks I'm coming down to the Knicks, I'm not coming down to the Knicks. I'm just being realistic. I yeah. just I just don't see them beating the Bucks. I don't see them beating the Celtics. And even if they come out of the East, I don't see them beating anybody in the any of the top teams in the West. And if they do it. I mean, I'll come back on the show and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad they won. I'm glad I was wrong, but I just don't think, I just don't think it's going to happen." Like I'm like, let's say in some unlikely chance, unlikely, right? That the Knicks come out of the Eastern Conference, and you have, I'm trying to pick another low seed or a lower seed. What over in the West? Lakers or the Lakers? Yeah. I still don't see them beating LeBron James. Like, no. that's what I'm saying. And LeBron James is, like, 40 years old. I still right. don't see them beating LeBron James. No. Like, and that's crazy. And let's say John Moran gets better. I don't see them beating the Grizzlies. I don't see it. I, I just don't. They may not even beat the Timberwolves. And they're the eighth seed. Like, I, and that's where I'm like, it's okay to get to the playoffs sometimes. But when you don't have a fighting chance, it's just kind of like I'm just watching these games just for the heck of it. Just watch these games, just for the heck of it. Yeah. Just to say, my team made it to the playoffs and yours didn't. You know? Like, that's it. That's yeah, all you, I, I'm watching it for. I mean, because you, you, I mean, when you make the team, when you make the playoffs every year and you wind up like a four or five seed, maybe a six seed, even if you make like a three seed or something like that, then you're in purgatory. You know what I mean? You're not that, you're not good enough to win the championship, but you're not bad enough to get a high draft pick. You know what I mean? You're not bad enough to yeah. be in a lottery so you can get somebody that can improve your team, but you're not good enough to win a championship. So basically, you go to the playoffs every year and your fans know they're going to be disappointed. So, I mean, and, and that's the limbo that the Knicks have been in for at least 
that's a that's a limbo the Knicks have been on since 94. 94, we thought they had a shot. 2000, they came out of nowhere. It was, it was 99 or 2000, they came out of nowhere and they, and, and they made the NBA Finals. Since then, I have never, never looked at the Knicks and said, well, you know what? This is, this is our year. It hasn't happened. It hasn't, it hasn't happened. So, I mean, people can get mad at me, but I'm just telling you the truth. And it's the same thing going to happen this year. And I'm going to get back on the show. And I'm just going to, you know, I, I'm just going to say it once. Told y'all. That's it. Anyway. That's it. <laughs> that's it. But hopefully by October, we can have a whole other different conversation about the New World Champion Mets. New York Mets. Exactly. Exactly. The World Champion Mets. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, so that's that gonna, year we'll huh? make it to the parade. This year, if it's this year, that's that's the year we'll make it to the parade. Exactly, exactly. I'll be right there in Queens, the front row, <laughs> just looking, just well, looking. They're gonna hold the parade in Manhattan, but don't matter. <laughs> Still be they out should there. hold it in Queens. I don't care. It should be in Queens. <laughs> it should be right there. You know where it should be <laughs> for my convenience. <laughs> <laughs> should be right there. It's not going to park. That's that park. Going down. The, going on Rockaway Boulevard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They go right down there. It'll be a bunch of black people and a bunch of Indians outside. And they and they not happy. And we'll be, we'll be celebrating the mess. It'll be yeah. a great day. It's going to go, go up up Rockaway Boulevard, go down uh, Lefferts, and then go come back down Liberty. And then they will be all right. <laughs> not even gonna go right down Jamaica Avenue <laughs> exactly exactly he's gonna be sitting there right there <laughs> alright well that's gonna be the end of the show uh, it's just a funny way to end the show you know <laughs> but uh, I, I know not, a lot of Knicks fans are not gonna like that we ended the show on that but anyway but check out the show on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts as well as Spotify uh, we're going to end the show right here. Kiana, I guess I'll see you next time. And you guys check out the show and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good one.